0: I've been standing on the outside for all of my life, but I like the view. I'm not gonna lie, yeah, the uppies and the hipsters and the wannabe saints that ain't down home with me. I like two dollar beers, I like three dollar wells and some old hoppy. Good, good morning, good
1: morning, good morning, good morning, sweet beautiful Texas and beyond <laughs> Cody Jinx. The Hippies and the Cowboys, that's the name of that one, kicking things off for us. Great tune there. Uh, I'm Cable Smith, by the way, and you are tuned in to Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoors show brought to you by Lone Star Beer and Hoff. Power Polaris, Uh, so great to be here talking, hunting, fishing, the great outdoors, and all that implies with you fine folks this morning. Uh, I do appreciate you being here and sharing a part of your weekend with me. To kick things off, This morning, uh, we are going to get into the always controversial red snapper issue. As uh, you know, we had a one-day season. That was what was on the books for the recreational anglers out there. It has since been changed. Uh, We've got a little more time, and I'm talking about just a couple more days. But, hey, anything's better than a one-day season. Plus, we'll talk trout, redfish, and flounder, uh, get an overview on how those fisheries are doing when our Texas Parks and Wildlife Coastal Fisheries director, Robin Rikers, makes his return to the show. So all things coastal fishing coming up here with Robin momentarily. Then a very special in-studio treat, uh, one of our uh, more regular guests, but that doesn't make it any less of an event when Zane Williams drops in. So uh, we'll recap some of our recent hunting experiences together as well as here's some brand spanking new tunes off of his latest record, Texas, like that. Uh, so we'll have a good time with Zane coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, we will then round out the broadcast by checking in with one of the, let's just call him the most polarizing figures ever to take the hardwood. I'm talking about Christian Laettner, former Duke Blue Devil Olympic gold medalist, uh, basketball, Hall of Famer, NBA all-star. Uh, the list goes on and on as far as his accomplishments on the court. But he's also a passionate angler. Uh, even started his own fishing community called the Muskie Life. Uh, so we are going to talk musky fishing coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, so that should be very interesting as well. And uh, probably many of you have seen the recent 30 for 30 on ESPN. I hate Christian Leitner. If you haven't seen that, I encourage you to check it out. Fascinating uh, stuff there. And uh, I'm sure we'll hit on that as well when Christian drops in here uh, in just a little bit. Uh, So anyway, that is what is on the docket for today. I'm certainly pumped up about it because it's going to be a good one. I guarantee you that. A couple other things to mention. Congratulations to our friend, Corey Knowlton. You probably know him. Uh, he's been on our show. He's a you know a fellow Dallas Safari Club member and supporter. Also has been a regular on Jim Shockey's The Professionals, and then the co-host of Uncharted on Outdoor Channel as well. Uh, but Corey finally went on his black rhino hunt in Namibia. He purchased that hunt at the auction at the 2014 DSC convention. And, uh, you know, he finally was able to go do that after a lot of legal battles, had to get a permit, this, that, and the other from the anti-hunters, just trying to throw a wrench in those plans. Bottom line, that $350,000 he paid for that hunt is going back into conservation, going to help prevent further black rhino poaching. And, I mean, South Africa alone, they're losing three rhinos a day to poachers. Uh, so it is a huge and rampant issue over there. And uh, that money is going back into fighting that. It's going back into the ground, and it's going to save more rhinos' lives. So at the end of the day, remember that hunting is conservation. Also, our May Photo of the Month contest is going on right now. Be sure to send in your best hunting or fishing submission for a chance to win a cam G30 trail camera. So another great photo of the month grand prize lined up for this month. Just email your best outdoor photo to LoneStarOutdoorShow@gmail.com, at gmail.com or better yet, post it directly to our Facebook page wall. Uh, and, and then don't forget, our 12 monthly winners from this year are going to square off at the end of 2015 for a chance to join me on a trophy axis deer or black buck hunt down at the lovely Coons Canyon Ranch in Rock Springs, Texas. So another great grand prize hunt package brought to us by Coons Canyon Ranch. Um, let's see what else. Uh, real quick, let's do a giveaway. I've got a three-pack of Rage hypodermic broadheads. These things leave a blood trail. It's like a crime scene. I was just Let's just put it that way. So uh, anyone who texts in the word Rage this morning, that's Rage, to 214-289-7807 will be eligible to win this morning's uh, giveaway So 214-289-7807, text in the word RAGE. And also we will be giving away an autographed copy of Zane Williams' new Texas Like That CD coming up during our interview uh, in just a little bit. So keep that in mind as well. Let's knock out a quick break. When we come back, we are talking all things red snapper, trout, redfish, and flounder with our Texas Parks and, and Wildlife Coastal Fisheries it. Director, Robin Rikers. You're listening just to the DSC's Lone Star Outdoor Show. I played
0: a show last night in Austin And it rained when I was through Thunderstorms and Tyler Roses Always make me think of you
1: Cable Smith here with my good friend Craig Smith, owner of Game Guard Outdoors. And you know, Craig, Game Guard camouflage has been concealing Texas hunters for over a decade now. And this fall, we're equally as excited about the brand new and revolutionary Gulf Coast cooler, uh, the first modular cooler system ever to hit the market.
2: Yeah, Cable, we're excited about it. It truly is a modular system, and now a guy doesn't have to have... Three or four different coolers. He can have one cooler that he can attach another one to it. We have wheel wheel attachments that snap onto the cooler to get it to and from the boat, and we'll a lot more attachments to follow this season.
1: Well, we're certainly looking forward to using ours in the field this fall.
2: And cable, we want to we want to thank our customers again. This is our eleventh season, and and uh, things just keep getting better. And we appreciate every one of them.
1: Well, we appreciate you, Craig. And for more information, y'all visit gulfcoastcooler.com.
3: dot I'm Craig Boddington.
1: BioBore EB is the premier gasoline additive that combats the negative effects ethanol has on an engine. Its comprehensive formula is designed to protect marine engines and marine environments, yet also works great in all two- and four-stroke engines. It prevents phase separation and ethanol-related engine problems. While stabilizing fuel for 18 months, BioBore's detergents also clean the entire fuel system of carbon and varnishes. BioBore EB has the best treat rate in the industry. One ounce treats an amazing 15 gallons of gas. Available at your local sporting goods store or visit BioBore.com today.
0: Hey, this is Matt Hughes, UFC Hall of Famer, and you're listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show. For
5: the South Coast of Texas, that's a thin slice of life. It's salty and hard. It is stern as a knife.
0: Where the wind is, we're blowing up. Hurricanes, we're showing. Snakes, how to swim and The, trees the great Guy Clark mean. bringing
1: us back on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show brought to you by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. South Coast of Texas is the name of that one, one of my favorites there. I'm Cable Smith, by the way, and uh, I certainly do appreciate you sharing a part of your weekend with me here as we are about to talk trout, redfish, flounder, and the always controversial issue surrounding our red snapper fishery off the Texas coast. Uh, but before we do that, this segment of the show is proudly brought to you by Foreverlast, a Texas based and family owned company. Foreverlast has a full lineup of unique hunting and fishing products, uh, like the Ray Guard Shields, for example, for the Wade fisherman or woman out there. And you can check out those Ray Guards as well as their full lineup of other outdoor products by visiting Foreverlast.com. Foreverlast, where we live hunting and and fishing. Uh, well, our next guest is on the line. I understand uh, he's actually a longtime friend of the show. He heads up our coastal fisheries division for Texas Parks and Wildlife. It's my pleasure to welcome Robin Rikers back to the show.
2: Well, glad to be here and uh, uh, glad to have a chance to visit a little bit. You betcha.
1: I guess, uh, first of all, what have you been up to here uh, this spring?
2: Well, uh, obviously, this spring, uh, at least from our coastal fisheries division, we're having a little more difficulty getting samples because we're we're having to dodge around rain and some thunderstorms. But but the weather's treating us well here, getting a little rain, and that's going to help our bays and estuaries.
1: Yeah, well, no doubt. Yeah, it's been a pretty uh, it's been a pretty crazy spring. All of our our lakes are filling up in North Texas and in East Texas, and shoot, I know down around Houston, I've you know saw a bunch of flooding this week as well. So. Uh, you never want to complain about the rain, especially after the drought cycle that uh, we we're, looks like we're finally coming out of here for the most part.
2: Well, it certainly looks that way, and certainly, as you say, let's not complain about it. Let's just keep hoping it comes.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, well, let's uh, let's talk about some uh, some coastal fisheries uh, issues here. First of all, uh, what have you heard? Um, and I know it's still early in the season. You know, we're, we're just now in May, but uh, what have you heard from from guides um, along the Texas coast who are you know who run their their guide service in the in the new five fish trout area. You know that affects um, the majority of the Texas coast now.
2: You know uh, already heard some 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 good news about it. Obviously, the real impacts are going to be probably into the next year. Uh, one of the things, in in fact, I guess that is telling is some of the folks that were a little bit vocal about it at first uh, have seemingly. Not been talking too much about it, so they must be they must have settled into it, uh, hopefully they're enjoying the the fruits of it already, and uh, like I said, we really expect to start seeing some of that in our in our fisheries uh, uh, sampling programs here really into the next year
1: mm-hmm. well, you know and one thing that was concerning was would people and from a guide's perspective, um, would people still want to book a trip you know if the the limit was cut in half and and obviously uh, just from discussions with our our guide that captain Lynn Gerard. The trips are still being booked. And, and, you know, it probably makes his job even a little easier. Now he only has to go get five trout per person instead of (laughs) ten.
2: You know, and we heard that same thing down in the lower Laguna Madre when we put it in down there. And and immediately folks, I think, recognized that they weren't losing trips. And, and, you know, I certainly haven't been hearing any issues about losing trips at this point. So, in fact, with our economy still humming pretty good and, and the weather treating us right here, I expect we're going to have a banner spring.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what about our flounder? You know, they've been uh, very talked about uh, fish and, and resource here over the past decade or so. You guys have, have put a lot of effort and energy into uh, that fishery. How are the flounder doing?
2: Well, you know, we had, of course, the rule that we passed now a full year ago really would have had its chance to work this last fall. And, and so we haven't seen the results of that yet in our sampling. But but we, you know, we'll be seeing that as the as the year moves on. But, you know, obviously what the reason we did what we did there and extend that to two, uh two fish bag limit into the first two weeks of December was because uh, while we had seen those early good impacts of the rules that we had passed a few years back, we had kind of dissipated those 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 benefits. And so uh, we're hoping that as we move forward, we'll gain those benefits back and we'll see that that you know, kind of uptick like we were seeing and just get right back on track to that rebuilding that, that we, uh, you know, we all felt it because the the fishery was showing it and people were catching more fish, but unfortunately we just didn't build up enough of a reserve before that happened.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then obviously it seems like the redfish are thriving, uh, the biggest, uh, success story, uh, probably ever to come out of the entire Gulf coast region. And, and if, Folks wanna go back and, and take a look at the history of the redfish in Texas. I mean it's uh, it's a pretty amazing feat in and of itself.
2: Oh, tremendous success story. We're still at, at you know, all time highs or in those ranges of all time highs and, and it's not just us as you suggest. It's all it's all along the Gulf Coast, uh from Florida to, to Brownsville. Um and no, we expect a banner year for, for Red Drum again this year.
1: Very well. Very well. Uh, well, about you know four or five months ago, we had you on to discuss the unthinkable—a a mandate that recreational or private anglers would have a one-day red snapper season in federal waters throughout the Gulf of, of uh, Mexico—and you know it seemed ridiculous at the time, and and still does, that the, the Gulf Coast population of red snapper is managed as one population, because as we've discussed. These fish do not migrate. Um, The ones off the Texas coast will always be the ones off the Texas coast. The ones off the Florida coast will always be off the Florida coast. So to have that population managed as one is something that a lot of folks seem to have a hard time understanding, especially when Texas seems to have the best artificial reef system in the world with uh, all of the offshore wells that are out there. And and that really has contributed to a, a, a thriving fishery.
2: No, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, populations off Texas are, are very, very strong, uh, populations throughout the Gulf are very, very strong. And, you know, in fact, probably, uh, anywhere from three to four times greater than at their low point, uh, when this rebuilding started and certainly off of Texas, we see our catch rates. You know, if you're in, in state waters, you're catching your four fish. If you're in federal waters, you're catching your two fish. And it doesn't take you very long. Uh, those populations are out there and thriving.
1: You know, a one-day season, that was pretty lame, um, to be honest. I think every everyone kind of shared that sentiment, except for the, the commercial fishing industry, because they were really the ones who, I guess, uh, were going to benefit from that. Luckily, uh, it came out here recently that that has been overturned, and we now have a 10-day season, which is still too short in most folks' opinion. But, hey, 10 days sure as heck beats one day. Uh, The 10-day season will run from June 1st through the 10th. So, I mean, tell us what changed here because, you know, it kind of was unexpected. And I know there was a lot of folks uh, who kind of uh, rallied around this and and voiced their displeasure. Uh, But I, I don't know. Was that what was the determining factor?
2: Well, uh, unfortunately, I don't really believe that was the determining factor because when Amendment 40 was passed, which is the amendment or the, the council decision and the National Marine Fisheries Service decision that split the charter for higher sector uh, and, and gave them a separate sub-quota of the recreational quota for the recreational fishermen off the back of their boats, and then for the private wrecks who were fishing off their own boats gave them a separate sub-quota. When that was done, that's when the 33-day projection for the charter for hires, recreational fishermen, uh, was established and one day for the private recreational season. Well, after that uh, passed late last fall or was signed into action by the Department of Commerce last fall, at the most recent council meeting in April, they basically uh did a reanalysis of all the recreational data and came to the 10 day season that you now see for the private recreationals off their own vessels and for private wrecks off charter for hire vessels and federally permitted charter for hire vessels they have a 44 day season
1: mhm okay okay well that that's really what we were looking for is just trying to figure out you know what exactly happened there um uh, yeah,
2: a couple things. I think, you know, one thing is certainly there was a quota increase that was calculated into that. Uh, that certainly doesn't make up the, the, the change that occurred, but they may have also looked at the numbers a little closer and maybe found uh, uh, found some extra fish there somewhere. Uh, and so uh, we're certainly happy for the 10 days, um, obviously still a very, very short season. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, hey, I know that you guys are very proactive. Um, one of the things that's kind of hard to keep track of is is how many snapper are being caught and it's done by overall weight, um, you know, as far as the quotas are concerned. Uh, so maybe you can uh, talk a little bit about um, this uh, this new, uh, what is it called, iSnapper app where folks can actually go in and, uh, and report their harvest there?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to, love to visit with you about that. Um, yeah, the iSnapper app is uh, was created by Heart Research Institute and had been used previously for some charter for hire vessels. Uh, as you recall, last year we went ahead and set up our own website um, and, and for that self-reporting from anglers when they get back to their house or, or on their way home from their trip, they could get on our website and report. Well the iSnapper has both an app uh, that you can use on your iPhone or other mobile device and there's also a way you can get online and do that as well. And so, if you go to iSnapperOnline.org, you can get that information, or you can go ahead and click on the link that you would have clicked on last year on the Parks and Wildlife site, and it'll it'll direct you over to that link. And that's a that's a shared resource that we're having with Heart Research Institute and doing some doing some work with them. And and instead of confusing the anglers by having too many different places to report, we went we're using their site and kind of kind of direct you over to that site, and then we're going to get that that information from them.
1: Well, very well. And I encourage everybody to use that iSnapper app, do your part, report your harvest, uh, help make Texas Parks and Wildlife's job that much easier as, uh, you know, our coastal fisheries division is certainly on the forefront looking out for us. Uh, I know, Robin, you did not vote in favor of the one-day season uh, back when uh, that vote did go down there with the Gulf Coast uh, Fishery Management Council, and I believe NOAA Fisheries was involved with that too, so... Um, we appreciate all you do and, uh, your department and all of the angler opportunity that y'all work so hard to provide for all of us saltwater anglers out there.
2: Well, I look forward to the next visit and I always thank you for helping get our word out there and, and for, uh, uh just encouraging anglers and hunters to get out there and do what they do so that, uh, parks and wildlife keeps, uh, uh benefiting from y'all buying those licenses and us trying to put conservation on the ground for you out there. Appreciate you. All right. See
1: you. All righty. There he goes, our Texas Parks and Wildlife Coastal Fisheries Director, Robin Rikers. Uh, That segment, by the way, proudly brought to you by Sendero Seed Company, Texas' premier seed company. They've got anything and everything you need to keep a happy and healthy whitetail herd, including the Dr. Deer-backed buck for jokes. Check them out at SenderoSeed.com or call my buddy Rob Hughes at 1-877-610-SEED today. Let's take a break. When we come back, a special in-studio treat, our longtime hunting buddy and singer-songwriter. Hell, you might even call him Texas like that. It's Zane Williams live in studio next, only on DST's Lone Star Outdoor Show.
0: See the big man cry, mama. That's what I heard him say. See the big man cry, mama. He looks like his heart will break.
2: Our rights as Texas property owners and sportsmen are under attack by those seeking to divide our community and destroy our way of life. Thousands of Texas families enjoy the precious rights to hunt and manage their wildlife resources. No one person or group should force their viewpoint on you. We have the freedom of choice as the law allows. We must stand together. Texas Deer Association protects the future of our hunting heritage.
6: We are the Texas Deer Association.
1: Join us in saying no to those who seek to divide us. For more information, visit TexasDeerAssociation.com. Hey y'all, Cablesmith here, and you know how much I love our Texas lakes, but what I've found recently is that Dallas Water Supply lakes are way down because of the high demand for water combined with the current drought cycle. That's why you have to take a look at the brand new Eagle Shores at Lake Bob Sandler. Lake Bob Sandlin is actually full, and Eagle Shores has 2.74 acre dockable home sites at 79.9 this weekend only. Call 8779 Lakeside to schedule a visit. That's 8779 Lakeside, or go to EagleShoresTexas.com.
4: Whitetail season has come and gone, y'all, but that doesn't mean it's time to stop hunting. Coons Canyon Ranch in Rock Springs, Texas specializes in exotics such as Axis deer and black buck. Coons Canyon offers quality animals at a price the working man can't afford. Military personnel, police, and firefighters get 10% off the total price. Lodging is available, upon request, as are other exotic species. Visit CoonsCanyonRanch.com for your next exotic trophy hunt. That's CoonsCanyonRanch.com.
1: At LSC Trailer Sales, we offer a full line of utility trailers from small single axle trailers to heavy equipment trailers, ATV trailers, car haulers, landscape trailers, cargo trailers, truck beds, and more. We can special order a custom trailer specific to your needs and have the ability to customize standard models in-house. LSC Trailer Sales is here to assist you with any questions you might have about trailers. Call 940-484-5500. Or visit us at lsctrailersales.com. Finally, quality trailers at affordable prices in Dallas-Fort Worth. Are you looking for the perfect place to send your hunting buddy? Then check out Tioga Retrievers. With over 20 years' experience, Angie and Tim Becker can provide you with a field champion or a well-rounded hunting companion. Tioga Retrievers takes pride in catering to the needs of each owner and their dog. Conveniently located 45 miles north of DFW in Aubrey, Texas, Tioga Retrievers also offers day training and boarding. Call 940-440-0018 or visit them online at www.tiogaretrievers.com. That's T-I-O-G-A,
0: retrievers.com. It's a fire in your belly That says we're gonna make it It's a tattered old flag That says come and take it It's a Lone
7: Star
1: shining (laughs) One of our favorites there from our buddy Zane Williams Bringing us back on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show Presented by Lone Star Beer and Hobbs, our Polaris. Like I'm Cable Smith. We've actually got Zane Williams here in the studio this morning, a real treat. But uh, before we hear some great new music, talk some hunting, and who knows what else uh, with Zane, this segment of the show is proudly brought to you by Dallas Safari Club, the worldwide leader in big game conservation. We'd love for you to get involved with our organization made up of like minded folks. Passionate about hunting, conservation, hunter advocacy, and education, uh, check us out at biggame.org. Well, without further ado, uh, Zane is here with us. He's got his guitar. Uh, so we're in for something special as uh, as we always are when Zane drops by the studio. Hey man, thanks for being here. Absolutely brother. Good to be back with you. I'd say uh, you're probably one of our uh, more regular guests. Uh, I don't know how many times we've done this, but it's been quite a few now. Yeah well, it's always a good time when we get together and uh, you know unfortunately, man, you had some bad luck this past week down in Houston. Yeah, well, we were on our way to a gig in
8: Galveston that night. We stopped in Houston to eat some Mexican food. And it was quite good. Uh, But it was also about the most expensive Mexican food I've ever eaten. Because (laughs) when we went back outside, our van and trailer were gone. So uh, that was a bummer. But I I did have a GPS tracker in the trailer Mm -hmm. because I don't trust people. (laughs) And uh, so I pulled up my phone and started tracking those people. And uh, sure enough... We could see our van and trailer just uh, going down the freeway, huh. and uh, we tried to get police on the phone. And I, I learned that uh, you know we we weren't a very high priority, you know. Yeah. So we didn't couldn't actually get a police officer on the phone for a long time. So I I posted on Facebook and I got some fans who were in the area to actually come by and get us, and we sort of took off after them. <laughs> And by that time, um, I finally did get an officer on the phone. They had stopped at a location. And unfortunately, by the time that the police got there, um, our trailer was still there, but they had unhooked the van and driven off in our van. So we got our trailer back and all of our stuff that was in the trailer, but uh, our van and everything that was in the van is still out there missing.
7: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: But you got both of your guitars back.
8: Yeah. Uh, um, my guitars were the only thing that we got that was in the van. And it's because they actually took one of my guitars out and set it next to the trailer on the ground. So I was, that's, and that's really my, my baby. Um, and then my other guitar was found by a security guard in a field, uh, like 30 miles away up where we close to where we'd originally gotten robbed. And, uh, that guy was able to return it to me because there was a, a guy had given me his CD and put his num wrote his number down, and that CD was in my case. <laughs> and so the security guard called the called the guy, and he figured
1: out that it was my guitar, and they returned it to me. Wow, wow! So, so pretty fortunate to get your guitars back. Unfortunately, uh, your fiddle player, Mike Corn, uh, I think he had it was a hundred year old fiddle. His of yeah. his
8: baby. <clears throat> yeah, his. Uh, both my fiddle player and my guitar player lost their babies. Uh, his the violin was a hundred years old, and then the uh, the guitar was a one of a kind custom guitar and a brand new amp that he had uh, just bought. So we are still looking for those. I, I posted the details, uh, pictures, and serial numbers and everything on on uh, my Facebook, facebook.com slash zane williams. And um, so we're we're hoping that the uh, music community will help us find those items and get them returned, and um, I'm hoping everybody everybody else will take us as a lesson to put a GPS tracker in their stuff. I wish I'd had one in the van, because then we would have uh, caught them. Uh, the The place where they dropped off the trailer, it was a house, and they there was uh, $250,000 worth of other stolen equipment in the house that got just, I just found out they returned it to the original owners. Wow. So... Uh, <clears throat> we feel good about that. Score one for the good guys.
1: Well, it sucks, but it could have been worse. Yeah. Uh I mean, you could have not gotten the trailer back. So at least you yeah. had the GPS tracker in there. Now here's the million dollar question though. Was your Lone Star Outdoors show t-shirt in the van? No, thank God. Thank <laughs> God. It was uh, it's it's safe. It's yeah. Safe. All right. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll get the fiddle and the guitar back and I know you had some laptops and also, you know, a bunch of other stuff in there too. So Yeah. Uh well, you still made
8: it to your show that night, though. We did, thanks to thanks to fans, really. I mean, because uh, we had <clears throat> one fan showed up and uh, took me and another guy to where the trailer was. And another fan came and got all the rest of the guys and took them straight to the gig. And then another fan uh, who's a in the Houston PD, he brought his uh, truck with a ball hitch to where the trailer was and... Um, you know, after they didn't need need it anymore for the investigation, we hooked it up to his truck and drove on to the gig and got there. I got there at 450 and we played at 5. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so the uh, show must go on.
1: That is, that is the truth. That is the truth. Well, um, you know, we've got a lot to get into today. Um, a lot's been going on for you, obviously, the new record, Texas Like That uh it's done very well uh, the new single jayton and jill is currently number two on the uh, the texas music chart yeah uh, hopefully uh maybe get to number one this week mm-hmm. uh, we've, so we've got that to get into uh we'll probably talk some turkey hunting we gotta get into your debut at the uh, grand old opry i know yeah. that was a dream come true for you it was um and uh, and here's some brand new music so why don't we go ahead and get the ball rolling here uh, Take a listen to the brand new single Jayton and Jill
0: Jaden had a job for seven bucks an hour feeling stationed by the water tower Checking old and fixing flat Kind of kid most folks just look at Jill talking right up till nine. by the time you he dropped her off safe at home He'd been driving around thinking how no one would miss him if he just ended it all. He couldn't see past his own pain till he saw a pretty girl walking in the rain. Thank God he made it away. That was the
1: love it love it brother and it's uh, so cool that that one uh, is kind of fan inspired uh well with uh all of the promoting that you're doing for the new record i mean I, I saw you on uh tv the other morning yeah um and obviously constant touring um have you had any time to get into the woods this spring because i know you do like turkey hunting
8: yeah i love turkey hunting um it's, uh, we
1: like to go sit in the woods. I mean, we've tried turkey exactly. hunting. We haven't right. actually killed a turkey together. Right. But- turkey
8: killing, I haven't done a lot of. But yeah. turkey hunting, I've done some. Bird watching. <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> um, man, I went one time. And uh, you know what kind of luck you have when you can only go one time. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> but I took my, my little boy, uh, Buck. He's five and a half. And we just... The only chance I had was he has half day of school on Wednesdays. So we just, I picked him up at noon. We drove to some land. We rode some four wheelers for an hour. That was about the most fun we had. And then we sat in a blind for an hour or two. And the most excitement we had was that, you know, I killed a, uh, a bumblebee and a wasp that were in the blind that surprised us. So <laughs> that was a little excitement. And then we caught a lizard that wandered into the blind other than that, um, that was about it for the, for the hunting experience. But actually, you know, he, he had fun with the call, you know, uh-huh. uh, calling and, um,
1: and then we went and rode the four wheelers some more. And I know it that passed. Buck likes four wheelers cause on our, uh, our duck hunt that we, we did this past January, he just couldn't get enough of riding around yeah. in the, in the ranger. So that was exactly. a highlight for him. Yeah.
8: Any kind of moving vehicle. He's all about it. That's his favorite part of fishing is riding in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and and uh, bucks five and a half. My son Henry is two and a half, and I just I put it on Facebook. I, I don't know if you saw it or not, but he caught his first fish. Yeah, this week. I saw him reeling it in. Yeah. yeah, so we went and dug up the worms it in the and yard. Him in the face, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was all smiles though. Yeah, and we dug up the worms, and that was I think that was his favorite part was he got to carry around the cup of worms. So, uh, but no, he was asking when we could go again already. So nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and we did stack up the ducks and geese on that hunt. By the way, that was a that was yeah. a pretty good shoot. Yeah, we sure did. Buck had his little uh,
8: airsoft pistol that shoots the plastic BBs. You know, I think he was a little bit heartbroken when I revealed to him that that couldn't actually kill a duck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was he was bummed. But um, yeah, we did we did good. That was fun seeing those geese fly by and
1: whacking them. Mm, yeah, it's fun seeing them fall. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, why don't we? Uh, well, actually. Yeah, why don't we take a break real quick, uh, come back and talk a little axis deer hunting, maybe recap that experience from last spring, and uh, and hear a couple more brand new tunes off the uh, the Texas Like That record. Absolutely. All righty. That segment, by the way, proudly brought to you by Rudy's Barbecue, where you can stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, including at the newest Rudy's in front of the Cabela's. In Allen, Texas, Rudy's True Texas-style barbecue. Y'all don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more from our good friend and honky-tonker Zane Williams, only on DSC's Lone Star Outdoors show. Your
0: daddy don't like me and you being alone. So wake up now, let's kiss you goodnight.
1: you have a hog problem at your ranch or deer lease we have the solution the system hog trap
3: Hey, North Texas sports fans. This is Brian Spagnola, general manager of Texas Motorcars in Addison. My family's been in the car business for over 50 years, and I want to show you the difference in buying from a family-owned and operated business. TexasMotorCars.com is an awesome website that lets you do virtually all of your shopping online. We have a professional photographer that takes amazing photos, and we give you all the information that you'll need up front. You can even find out how much we will give you for your trade-in before you ever come in. I take pride in the fact you can come in, choose a car, and be out in less than an hour. We have financing rates starting at 1.79% on pre-owned vehicles, and can help almost anybody. Please do yourself a favor. If you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle of any kind, give us a shot. Let me show you how easy buying a vehicle should be. Visit TexasMotorCars.com or come visit our 20,000-square-foot indoor showroom in Addison. Again, visit TexasMotorCars.com or call us at 1-888-9TXMotors.
1: If you're in the market for a compact track loader, then check out the Bobcat Advantage, where Bobcat track loaders squared off against other brands in a variety of tests and challenges. Whether you're looking for performance advantages, uptime protection, or quality design, Bobcat compact track loaders are the best built machines in the industry. But don't take our word for it. Watch the videos at BobcatAdvantage.com or see Bobcat machines in person at Bobcat of Dallas, Louisville, Bobcat of Fort Worth, and Bobcat of Longview. Visit BobcatofDallas.com or call 469-586-0000 today. At LSC Trailer Sales, we offer a full line of utility trailers from small single axle trailers to heavy equipment trailers, ATV trailers, car haulers, landscape trailers, cargo trailers, truck beds, and more. We can special order a custom trailer specific to your needs and have the ability to customize standard models in-house. LSC Trailer Sales is here to assist you with any questions you might have about trailers. Call 940-484-5500 Or visit us at lsctrailersales.com. Finally, quality trailers at affordable prices in Dallas-Fort Worth.
0: I met Jesus, a room full of drunks. Three weeks after my last binge. He took away this hole inside of me. Chased the demons from my head. Cable Smith welcoming everybody
1: back to Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show. Presented by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. Uh, One of my favorites there from Brad Hines, Forever in His Debt, is the name of that one. Great tune there. And speaking of great tunes, uh, we've still got our longtime hunting buddy and good friend, uh, Texas singer-songwriter, Zane Williams here with us this morning. Uh, And uh, before we pick it back up with Zane, though, we've got a lot more to get into. But uh, this segment is proudly brought to you by Lone Star Beer, the national beer of Texas. Grab a 12-pack of Lone Star or Lone Star Light uh, on your way to the lake this spring. And enjoy an ice-cold Lone Star Beer to celebrate those tight lines and full stringers. Remember to drink responsibly Lone Star Beer the national beer of Texas. Well, uh, moving right along here, let's jump right back into it with Zane Williams. Uh, we certainly appreciate you sticking around, man. Absolutely, man. Anytime. The new, uh, the new record, "Texas Like That," came out, I believe, middle of April, mm-hmm. and uh, you've just been, you know, busy uh, playing all over Texas and and beyond. Uh, yeah. went up to the Grand Old opry recently had your debut up there and i know that was a a dream come true
8: yeah it really was you know i'm i've been doing this kind of a long time so i've learned to keep my expectations low you know there's a lot of hype in the music business sometimes things don't live up to it but the grand opry really did um meet or exceed my expectations it was a lot of it was it was just special because my family came, my my wife and my kids and my my parents, my brother, my my in laws. <clears throat> a lot of a lot of fans from Texas flew up there, and it just kind of felt like a sort of a celebration of you know where my music career has come to this point, and so that was really cool. And then also, um, Ricky Skaggs was the uh, host of our segment, and he was there on the side stage when we performed and after i performed he's he you know he just kind of put his arm around me and told me i had something really special and to just not paying attention to the trends in nashville but just keep doing what i'm doing and uh, it was really cool it was it felt like a real word from ricky you know so that was um that was really cool i'll remember that night forever that was you only get to debut at the opry once it was pretty special
1: right so his advice was to steer clear of the uh, big green tractor lyrics and the honky tonk donk crap all of that's out there Hold yeah <laughs> it was funny that the, the uh, Nashville DBs
8: the the uh, the house band they were all like man it was it was so nice to just play some real country music with you bro <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that's awesome that's awesome well uh, you know before the break we talked about your recent misfortune of y'all's your van and trailer getting jacked got yeah. the trailer back luckily got both of your guitars back and uh, I mean if that would be like somebody stealing my gun safe you know just and that would be devastating yeah Um, because guns and guitars are two things that don't depreciate in value for whatever reason right their value just goes up mm-hmm and uh, and we had a cool guns and guitars hunt last spring you shot your first axis buck. I was lucky enough to be sitting in the blind and and share that experience with you. And you thumped him with that seven mag just (laughs) plopped right over. Yeah,
8: that was exciting. Um, you know, and, uh, what's been even more exciting is having all that meat in my refrigerator for the last, however many months it's been Yeah, almost a year, but, uh, beautiful animal. And, um,
1: and he's hanging in the hit shack now
8: yeah i got the head and shoulder mount and uh got him in the hit shack and um my uh, my little girl gentry you know she's uh she's kind of in love with him she likes to pet him and stuff <laughs> yeah.
1: that's awesome that's awesome um well going back to the guns and guitars weekend down at coons canyon ranch uh, that's the first time that Myself and the other hunters that were there heard Texas like that. Yeah, and uh, everybody was blown away. Um, I know that the song uh, did pretty well on the uh, on the Texas music chart, mm-hmm. um, and I imagine it's become a fan favorite and and one of your most requested, if not most requested, song that uh, that you play at your live shows.
8: Yeah, it's great. You know, we made a video for that song with. Uh, photos that fans sent in Mm -hmm. and that was really cool because you know i really i wrote that about the people of texas and these are the people that i meet at my shows all the time and so i just asked them hey send us send us pictures of people or places or things that you that you feel like are texas like that and we got over a thousand you know emails and with all, all kinds of pictures and we picked the best and put together a lyric video for that song and It's, uh, dude, if you're, if you're proud to be from Texas, um, you'll, you'll want to YouTube that one and check it out. It'll make you,
1: it'll make your chest puff out a little bit. It'll bring a little tear (laughs) to your eye. Yeah. And, uh, and trending as well. Hashtag Texas like that. Yeah. I mean, every, I, lots of folks are using it now. I know I, I, when I get a good Texas looking photo, I'll hashtag Texas like that.
8: Yeah. And, uh. At the end of the day I consider myself a country artist, you know, not just specifically a Texas country artist. But I, I think Texas is the perfect place to be from and and to use as a home base if you are a country music artist because it's just such a, a large place with so many real fans of country music and they're so supportive of the music that um, you know, I'm proud to Proud to be here and call it home, and and I'm I'm grateful to the to the music
1: scene down here for giving me a career. It's pretty unique, animal. There's not really anything like that anywhere else in the country. Yeah, not where guys can maybe not have a number one record, yeah. but still make a good living and play, you know, three nights a week and and be pretty well known throughout the state.
8: Yeah, it really is unique. You know, I mean, <clears throat> Colorado has the jam band scene and. North Carolina has a bluegrass scene, but um, neither one of those, uh, you know, I don't think anywhere do you have as wide and deep of a roster of artists um, that are as you know successful as they are down here in Texas with our our country music scene. It's it's the biggest regional music scene that I know of, mm-hmm. and that that makes it cool. I mean, it just it just allows the artists down here to develop and and be. Who they have the potential to be, you know what I mean? You're, you're, uh, you're Stoney the Ruse and Jason Boland and Randy Rogers and Cody Johnson and all those, all those people. Each one of them is different and unique and has their own sound. And you know, without this scene, you know, they'd probably be waiting tables somewhere. You know, with nobody ever hearing their music. Mm-hmm are playing in a cover band singing
1: Jason Aldean songs. <laughs> let's see Jason Boland and Jason Aldean. <laughs> one has earrings and wears skinny jeans and tours with Luke Bryan. <laughs> the other one, well, he's the Bourbon legend, so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, hey, let's take a let's take a listen to another song off the uh, the new record.
8: All right. This next song is a love song, I wrote it for my wife. I try to write all my love songs about my wife. It's <laughs> a good policy.
1: Awesome, awesome, my friend. Uh, and I think you said that one likely will be the next single. Yeah, I think so. We did uh,
8: an informal Facebook poll where I just kind of asked people what their favorite song was off of there, and that one was the winner, and it's a, it's a good length for radio and stuff. So we'll just make it easy and just give, give the people what they want.
1: Hey, you always do. <laughs> um, something else cool that I did want to mention real quick, Pat Green – uh, just released his latest single. It's a cover of one of my favorite Zane Williams songs. Uh, really, one that uh, I know personally. Parents, really, uh, it stirs up a lot of emotion for, especially dads who like yourself on the road touring all the time. Yeah, me to a lesser extent. Well, I'm going to Canada next week for a week. Well, I'll be bear hunting, but you know, on the road a lot, yeah. and uh, with little ones, they really do change they learn new phrases and it looks like they've grown two inches by the time you get back
8: yeah yeah so <clears throat> the song's called while i was away i wrote it when buck was three and a half and yeah it it, um, it came out real you can tell it's just sort of the honest outpouring of a you know of a father's thoughts and soul about those kind of things and it really connects with a lot of people, you know, it's, it's the truckers, it's the oil field workers, it's the soldiers overseas. It's, but it's, it's even just the nine to five business guys that, um, uh, still only get to see their kids, you know, for maybe an hour or two before they go to bed. And, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. Um, <clears throat> so I've, I've, I've learned ever since writing that, that, uh, really no matter what business people are in, everybody makes sacrifices, um, you know, And doesn't get to spend as much time as they'd like to with the ones that they love and uh that's why so many people relate to that song pat told me you know when he first heard it he just had to pull over because he was had too many tears in his eyes you know so that's why he he's he's been wanting to record it and release it as a single since he first heard it so it's pretty cool to uh to hear his version and see it finally starting to hit the radio waves
1: yeah and that's actually off of the previous record overnight success. Uh, folks can find that on iTunes. Let's uh actually, you know what, let's do. Let's do a quick giveaway here cuz uh, you've got a couple of uh autographed copies of the new record. Text is like that. So, I'll put you on the spot here and you've okay. got to give us the uh the trivia question for the day so folks can text in. The trivia question for the day.
7: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
8: All right. <clears throat> What is my daughter's name? All right. I said it earlier in the show.
1: (laughs) That's not that hard. Right. Uh, Text in the answer. Uh, What is Zane's daughter's name? 214-289-7807. And uh, we'll get you a copy of the brand new Texas Like That record autographed by Zane. Um, Also, folks can find you as we're just wrapping things up here. You've got all the social media stuff going. Yeah, ZaneWilliamsMusic.com is my
8: website. It's got links to all my other stuff. But Facebook.com/slash Zane Williams, Twitter I'm uh, Zane the Singer at Zane the Singer, and then uh, Instagram I think I'm just Zane Williams on there. There's also a. The ZW Band Snapchat uh-huh. That's run by my band And I have nothing to do with it <laughs> Disclaimer there
1: Disclaimer. Well hey let's end it with a bang One of my favorites off the new record uh, I'm going to request it uh, Why don't you play
0: Here's to You for us Sweet I believe in a thing called music Words and melody That can dry and eye In a hard time Or stir up a memory But if I were the only one, no song would ever be sung So if you love it the way that I do, here's to you To the ones in the crowd, here's to you To the ones that dance to the radio If you listen all alone on your headphones Or right on the very front row If you ever sing along to a song Cause you knew every word was true you know what it's all about buddy here's to you you put your hard-earned money in a beat a bolt-tip jar when the song and the band is playing hits you right where you are if you ever told the one you love everything you were thinking of with the words of a good old tune buddy here's to you to the ones in the crowd here. To the ones that dance to the radio If you listen all alone On your headphones Or right on the very front row If you ever sing along long song Cause you knew every word was true Then you know what it's all about honey. Every time you holler For the boys and me I thank God we're living Dance to the radio. If you listen all alone on your headphones or right on the bare front row, if you ever sing along with a song because you knew everywhere was true. Then you know what it's all about, honey. Here's to you. Yeah, you're the reason I do what I do. Here's to you. Oh, here's yeah. to you.
1: All right, there he is, everybody, the great Zane Williams, man. We appreciate you dropping by today, brother. Absolutely, brother. Thank you. Y'all don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with former Duke Blue Devil basketball Hall of Famer, two-time national champion, and passionate muskie fisherman. Love him or hate him, Christian Leitner joins us next only on DSC's Lone Star Outdoors show. Cable Smith here for Deerview Windows. As a whitetail hunter, nothing is more frustrating than poor visibility in a deer blind. It can flat ruin a hunt. At Deerview Window Company, they manufacture windows solely for the use in deer stand and deer blinds. All of their windows and doors can be custom made to fit your specific openings. Or you can select from standard sizes from hinged windows to sliding windows and everything in between. Visit DeerviewWindows.com to determine which style window is best for your deer blind. Plus, you'll get a free quote. Deerview Windows, where visibility matters. Hey y'all, Cable Smith here, and you know how much I love our Texas lakes, but what I've found recently is that Dallas water supply lakes are way down because of the high demand for water combined with the current drought cycle. That's why you have to take a look at the brand new Eagle Shores at Lake Bob Sandlin. Lake Bob Sandlin is actually full, and Eagle Shores has 2.74 acre dockable home sites at 79.9 this weekend only. Call 8779 Lakeside to schedule a visit. That's 8779 Lakeside, or go to EagleShoresTexas.com. Rockwall Gun Club is North Texas' premier shooting facility, offering both indoor and outdoor ranges, including a unique 500-yard rifle range. If shotgunning's your thing, then check out the 18-station Clay course. Opening summer 2014, Rockwall Gun Club is offering special introductory family and corporate membership rates for founding members. Located at 15950 State Highway 205, you can also visit rockwallgunclub.com or call 972-215-6902. Rockwall Gun Club, the private shooting experience.
0: At Frost, we could talk to you about our 24-7 online banking. Or we could talk to you about our more than 1,100 ATMs across Texas. We can even talk to you about our mobile banking app that lets you pay bills, transfer funds, and deposit checks from anywhere. But at the end of the day, there's nothing we enjoy more than to just talk to you.
6: Thank you for calling Frost. How may I help you?
0: We're here with the technology and convenience you want and the service you deserve. Frost. Banking. Investments.
1: Insurance. Larson Electronics is a Texas-based lighting company that's been outfitting the United States military since the 1960s, and while they continue to support our troops, they also now have over 200 lights ideal for your hunting and fishing needs. Like the 35-watt HID Camouflage Go Light Striker with remote, that's 15 million candle power in the palm of your hand. Ideal for predator and hog hunting, they also have remote-controlled floodlights, feeder lights, and LED boat lights. Visit LarsonElectronics.com and go Texan with Larson Electronics for all your lighting needs.
3: Hi, this is Ted Cruz. Thanks for listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show.
0: Seems like every time I turn around, somebody's trying to knock me down. I don't have any tricks left up my sleeve. I said, lucky that ain't nothing new. I've
1: Radio's the name of that one. Cody Canada and the Departed bringing us back on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoors show presented by Lone Star Beer. And ha! Power Polaris Cablesmith here. Thank you so much for letting me ride shotgun with you today. I do appreciate it as we're about to be joined by perhaps the greatest and definitely the most clutch uh, college basketball player of all time. Uh, He's also an avid outdoorsman. But Before we check in with Christian Leitner, who's probably resting on a hammock made out of laurels as we speak, this segment of the show is proudly brought to you by Hercules Hunting Blinds. Not only are they made right here in Texas, they are also affordable, and hands down, they're the best blind that I've ever sat in. They've got carpet, they've got cup holders, they've got room for three chairs, man, you... Your wife and your girlfriend can all sit in there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, But yeah, Hercules Hunting Blinds, check it out. Uh, And actually, the coolest thing is they come with windows for both the bow hunter and the rifle hunter. So a pretty versatile blind. Check it out, HerculesHuntingBlinds.com. Well, without further ado, (laughs) the man really needs no introduction. He's a former Duke Blue Devil, two-time national champion, four-time participant of the Final Four. Also an NBA All-Star, Olympic gold medalist, and a member of the Basketball Hall of Fame. And on top of all of that, uh, he has started his own website, The Muskie Life. He's a passionate angler and hunter. It's my pleasure to welcome Christian Leitner to the show.
5: Thanks a lot, Cable. Thanks for having me.
1: It is certainly our pleasure. And, uh, you know, I must be getting soft in my old age because the teams I grew up hating as a kid, I've come to, well, kind of respect and almost admire uh, as an adult, and I'm talking about mostly Duke basketball and the San Antonio Spurs. You know, as a Mavs fan, we we, <laughs> we really hate those Spurs. Plus, you know, you came, you had a swim through Dallas and played uh, for the Mavs there. And
5: well, it's good to see that you're coming around and you're that <laughs> you're letting that hate go away. But all of us change as we mature and grow older, so it's good to see that. And that's what happens as you grow older. You start to at least respect things and people and teams and um boy you gotta respect the spurs even if you're a dallas mavericks fan Mm -hmm. and um you know i think the 30 for 30 i christian leitner does a good job of of getting people to understand understand a little bit of my story and the backstory behind my life and how i used to play and and the whole story about duke duke basketball and how committed we are and how hard we play and how passionate we are about basketball and playing basketball at a high level. So it's good to see that you're coming around in your old
1: age. Yeah, no doubt. Well, uh, you, uh, man, you have a lot of records. Most points scored in the NCAA tournament, most games played, and that's one that I don't know will ever be broken because so many underclassmen leave for the NBA these days. So, uh, I mean, also USA gold medalist, The the list goes on and on but it was amazing watching that 30 for 30 it still seems that plenty of folks out there after all these years still want to vilify you
5: well you know like they said in the in the 30 for 30 duke basketball is kind of like a national team like like the cowboys like the patriots like like the new york yankees and You know, they experienced so much success, and I experienced so much success when we played at Duke, that um, there's a lot of people who love us, and at the same time, there's a lot of people who don't love us and and might dislike us a little bit. Mm
7: -hmm.
5: But, um, you know, as people grow older, you know, maybe they'll respect it when they hear the story and see the story and understand our side of stuff, maybe they'll respect it a little more. And um, that was the whole purpose of the 30 for 30 is just people to hear my side of the story a little bit. Um, Maybe they can understand, you know, where Duke basketball comes from and where our passion and intensity comes from. And hopefully those are all characteristics or traits of an organization, a team, a business that people can grow to respect. And um, I think Roy the the writer and director of the movie, did a great job. Portraying portraying that information, and um, I love it. I enjoy it. I watch <laughs> it every other day, and it's it's really good to see. And um, you know, it was great to be a part of it. Yeah. Well,
1: I, if anyone hasn't seen it, I I encourage them to check out the recent thirty for thirty on even. Um, and yeah, you said the word respect and, and yes, don't get me wrong. I don't like the Spurs. I don't like Duke basketball, but damn, I respect them. They just, and especially coach K and and Popovich. I mean, you you just got to respect those guys too and all they stand for. But, um, with the 30 for 30 and then, and then this cracked me up watching these AT&T commercials during the tournament, uh, where you were on with uh, guys like Shaq, Clyde Drexler and Dr. J. And the one that that really just had me rolling was where you're resting on a hammock uh, in a living room with these guys, and you're literally resting on a hammock made out of championship nets. And uh, and I just rewound it, and and my wife's like, "What is so funny?" And I just was cracking up. But the humor was lost on her. She's not a big sports fan, so she it was over <laughs> her head.
5: <laughs> yeah, that happens sometimes, especially with women. And um, you know, some of them are sports fans. Some of them are not. But you know that whole ATT t thing—the their creative people just came up with some really good ideas. My my favorite one is the one where Dr. J is talking to Shaq as a, as a therapist. You know, telling Shaq, "Tell us how you really feel." And, <laughs> and um, you know, when we were filming it for that weekend, that was the scene that I laughed the hardest at because it's so funny to see. One of the biggest men that i've ever run across in the world shaquille o'neal sitting there you know being real emotional and telling people his feelings so i enjoyed that one the <laughs> most but the hammock one came out real good the one where the table shattered came out real good and um you know i got to give props to the at&t creative people they came up with some very good ideas
1: yeah well that was that was good stuff good stuff but you know, anyway, how did we get here with you being a guest on the Lone Star Outdoors Show? Um, I think I was listening to Mike and Mike one morning on ESPN, and and you were a guest. It was right after Duke won another national title <laughs> this year, um, and you mentioned the musky life, <clears throat> and and I was like, what in the, what in the world is Christian Leighton talking about musky fishing? And you plugged that, and so I did a little research and found out you have this social media community, also a great website. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the musky life, what it is and and you know what exactly your goal is with this endeavor.
5: Well, what people don't maybe know or realize about me is that I'm a very outdoorsy type of person. Um, I grew up in the country out in Angola, New York, which is about forty minutes south of Buffalo, so I'm a country boy. um My mother never allowed me to hunt when I was young, but once I was out of her house and out from underneath her roof, I got into hunting, so I absolutely love hunting. Um, shooting birds and ducks and quail and all that with shotguns. I love doing that. I love hunting for deer and boar, so I do a lot of that as much as I can. It's just something I love. I love to be outside in the woods where it's peaceful and quiet. I also love to be on the lake fishing uh, for muskies. And I go up to the Lake of the Woods in Canada um every summer, probably about two or three times a summer and i've been doing that for you know 20 years ever since 1996 and um you know i'm addicted to all those outdoor activities i'm just obsessed with it um hunting and i know texas is a huge hunting state and i've been there a few times and i've come really close to maybe doing some hunting in texas but i haven't actually done it yet because I uh, I don't spend more than maybe one or two days in there. Uh, sometimes I'm making appearances. When the Final Four was in Houston a few years ago, I was there, and I thought about doing some bird hunting when I was there, but it never happened.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: And it's just, it's just, you know, the type of person I am. I love being outdoors and doing activities like that. But the thing I'm most addicted to is musky fishing. So I decided to start a musky company a few years ago called The Musky Life, And like you said, we got a nice website up there. We got some products up there, some t-shirts and decals for people's car windows and for their boats. Um, But mainly it's a community where people can post their pictures and their catches and their stories and all that stuff on on my musky life page. And they might get more traction and more interactivity than than just doing it on their Facebook page. So that's really what it's for also a great vehicle for me to connect with folks and to promote and to market my basketball academy because people go on the muskie life site they see what i love to do and they say geez i live in ohio or i live in wisconsin and let's have christian layton basketball academy to our town to do a weekend event where he gets to coach kids at our high school and in our in our town, uh, the game of basketball, something that he was very good at and hopefully he can shed some of his knowledge that he learned from Coach K and from his father and from all the NBA coaches he had over the years. So the Musky Life is a really nice vehicle for me to um to get weekend set up with people to do basketball and um then then while i'm there doing basketball when i'm not on the court i'm on the boat fishing for muskies and then i i got a chance to create content for my muskie life uh business so it's a lot of fun for me and um i was in yorkville illinois about four weeks ago and i did a weekend of basketball and then i went muskie fishing i caught a nice 40 incher wow and then I'm going up to uh, Canada next weekend to do a weekend of basketball, and I'll do some fishing also. And then the weekend after that, June 5th through the 7th, I'm in Pontiac, Illinois, and I'm going to do the same exact thing. I'm going to do a weekend of basketball, and then I'll do one or, th- one or two days of muskie fishing. So. <laughs> It's it's a great way for me to work both of my companies and to work both of my passions at the same time. And everyone knows basketball is one of my passions, and now everyone knows that muskie fishing is another one of my passions.
1: Right on, right on. Basket weekend of basketball and fishing. Yeah, that sounds uh tough to beat right there. Um, but as someone who lives in Texas, you know I've I've never caught a muskie. I have done the uh, the Boundary Waters trip up there in, in Minnesota and Canada. And I've caught some northern pike, uh, but the, they're while they're a relative of the the muskie. I think the muskie is a much uh, bigger, badder version.
5: Exactly, the muskie is the lion of the freshwater. Okay, there's nothing there's nothing in the freshwater that that is bigger, badder, or more fierce than the muskie. Northern pike are pretty nice. You can catch them. They're they're pretty big, but they don't get as big as muskie. And I'm I'm just the type of person that I love doing things at the highest level. I love playing basketball at the highest level. I love fishing and trying to catch the biggest, baddest fish out there. So while bass fishing is fun and northern pike fishing is fun, there's nothing like musky fishing because everyone knows the saying, it's the fish of 10,000 casts. So you, you got to get lucky. You got to know what you're doing. The weather's got to be right. The conditions of the water got to be right. And I like doing things that are very challenging. And catching big muskies is much more challenging than catching bass, catching northern pike. And then, and then the reward is bigger and better. Um, you feel like you did something special. And I tell you what, when you're out there fishing for muskies, I get the same feeling in my stomach that I used to get before big games. Hmm. And and then when I get a big muskie in the net, I, I have the same feeling that I used to get when, when I won championships. You just feel like you're doing something grand, something great, and it's a lot of fun. And it's, like I told you, it's something that I'm addicted to and I'm obsessed with it, so much so that I started my own little muskie life company.
1: <laughs> Tell us a little bit about muskie fishing as far as do you mostly throw artificials? Are you trolling? Are you running deep diving crankbaits, giant swimbaits? How do you fish for these giant musky?
5: there's lots of different ways to do it my favorite way is to stand up and cast for them just like you do with bass all day long but your lures are bigger your lines bigger your leaders bigger your fishing rods are are bigger because they're a bigger angrier meaner fish so you got to have really good tackle you got to have really good equipment and um that's my favorite way is to stand up all day and cast for them all day but there are times when the conditions and the weather and the fish are telling you that, hey, it's, it's time to go trolling for them. So you'll troll some 8 to 14-inch lures behind the boat, and you catch them that way. Then another way to fish for them is to drop down suckers, because there's some states where you can use live bait to catch them.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: So, you'll, so you'll drop down a 10-inch fish on a weight right below the boat, and you'll let it go to the bottom. and Sometimes you catch them on live suckers, and that's a lot of fun. And then uh, sometimes people also jig for them with artificial lures, where you put a, a big artificial lure on, you drop it down to the bottom, you jig it up and down, and sometimes you catch it that way. But mostly people catch them casting and trolling. And um, if you've never done it, you got to try it. And they're so much bigger and better than Northern Pike that uh, it's incredible.
1: Um, well, hey, where would you recommend it? So... so... All us Texans down here, we want to go catch a giant muskie. Where's the number one place to go do that? Your I favorite. Would say,
5: I would say any of the lakes in Wisconsin or Minnesota are going to be your best best, but my absolute favorite place is the Lake of the Woods, which is half in Minnesota and half in Canada. And then another great place to go is Eagle Lake, which is in Canada about two hours north of the Lake of the Woods. And those are my two favorite places to go, the Lake of the Woods and Eagle Lake in Canada.
1: Well, there's a lot of allure and legend that surrounds the muskie. I mean, anyone who's seen the movie Grumpy Old Men with Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon, I mean, those two old farts, they fight about two things. Who gets the girl? And more importantly, who catches the biggest muskie? So, Christian, what is the biggest muskie that you've ever caught?
5: The biggest one I've ever caught is 54 and a half inches on Lake Bemidji, which is in uh, northern Minnesota. And I did that with my buddy who's a guide. His name is Kevin Cochran. He lives up in Bemidji. And we caught it in middle of November one year, uh right when the sun set, and it was really cold and about to snow. Uh, But you catch the biggest, fattest ones in the fall when they're gearing up for wintertime and they're getting... Really fat, and they're really aggressive, and they're really eating a lot, and that's when you catch the biggest, fattest ones.
1: Wow, <laughs> what a giant man! Well, hey, Christian, uh, it's been great getting to know you a little bit, and you know, seeing what you're like outside of basketball. You're a passionate outdoorsman, just like myself and our listeners. Um, if you'd like to plug, you know, your social media stuff and website one more time before we let you go,
5: I do. Everyone can check out my basketball academy, which is called Christian Leitner Basketball Academy. The website address is www.theclba.com. So T H E C L B A dot com. And you can check out uh, my basketball Facebook page also. And then all the Musky Life info is the Musky Life Facebook page. And then the website address for that is themuskylife.com. And people can go on there and see all the products and all the info and all the pics and the videos and all that good stuff. And I really appreciate it, Cable.
1: Well, very well, Christian. It's always nice to meet a fellow outdoorsman and passionate fisherman like yourself. Tight lines, man.
5: Okay, Cable. Take it easy.
1: <laughs> well, there he goes. One of a kind, the great Christian Leitner. Love him or hate him. I tell you what, though. Uh, really, really nice guy. And he's obviously very knowledgeable on the subject of musky fishing, something we've never covered on the show. Um, You know, but hey. A giant muskie for the wall is definitely something that uh, is pretty high on my list. Who knows, maybe we'll uh, tag out on our bear hunt and have time to uh, wet a line and and get after a giant muskie up there in Alberta. Uh, But uh, something different for you guys and gals this morning anyway. Hope you enjoyed it. That segment was brought to you by Lone Star Ag Credit, who since 1917 has assured its borrowers competitive interest rates on real estate loans, rural home loans, livestock, and farm and ranch loans. Let Lone Star Ag Credit help you finance your piece of Texas today. Visit LoneStarAgCredit.com. Man, uh, we have actually gone over our allotted time today. We've got to get out of here. Thanks to Christian, as well as our other guests today, Robin Rikers, our Texas Parks and Wildlife Coastal Fisheries Director. And of course, our good friend and hunting buddy, guitar picking maestro Zane Williams. Uh, we appreciate him dropping by the studio. Thanks to all of our sponsors for making this show possible. Thanks to you, the listener, for being a part of Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoors Show. Till next time, I'm Cable Smith saying, y'all have a great week in the
4: outdoors. I don't want to die in the day. I'm Hank Williams Cadillac.
7: Crucified on a treble clef made of gold